1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 189 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with socials. The Wall 77 Club on Facebook and Instagram, at 77 Club Podcast on Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Please subscribe, rate and tell a friend. Excellent. And Jack Williams is here. Hi, everybody. And no Bayless this week. He's on holiday. Uh, bit of a weird podcast, probably something that we wouldn't normally do if there was a break in, in the action, but um, it seemed right to, um, I suppose, talk about this upcoming game, which obviously against Burnley with um, with no manager. Um, but let's have a look at the weekend's results first. Harry, is Europe back on again? Have they got us believing? Do, do we want to waste our breath? Well, yeah, I think you've got to get your hopes up again a little bit, but I think the only um, disappointed, well, the only downside is our game in hand is Man City, isn't it? So it's very unlikely we're going to win that. But even you know, even if we don't win that, we're still in a great position, aren't we? But it is mad, isn't it, this season? How we keep it quote unquote bottling it, 
really. Let's be honest. We do. We've had so many opportunities to claw ourselves into the top six and we let ourselves down, but then we keep getting more opportunities. So every week, man, it seems like we're just yo-yoing opinions, but I think we obviously we've still got a chance to do it. Uh, Jack, was it West Ham drew against Burnley? Liverpool smashed Man United midweek. Southampton beating Arsenal. Um, Leicester put to bed by Newcastle. Um, they're really ones that can, can catch us. But are you starting to believe as well? Because it, it, it was like, oh, I can't believe the results are going to go our way again. And that's the second week running as well. I'd, I'd start to believe if we were playing a bit better and had a bit more squad depth because it's it's all right these teams keep dropping points but if we don't take advantage then it's kind of meaningless really isn't it I just keep looking back to those five points against Leeds the Leeds game is the one that sticks in everyone's head because that was just where we just shot ourselves in the foot didn't we really we were absolutely dominant in, in that game and it, if if we hadn't got this man sent off we probably would have won 4-0 I'll be really honest um, so yeah just, just missed opportunities all the time isn't it every time we sort of think like Newcastle was a good opportunity really we just didn't turn up granted we had the injuries it just seems to keep coming round and it's one of these where if we miss out on Europe you're even a top six spot by a point or two we'll look back and we'll be able to say exactly really it's our fault because we've had these opportunities and the way it's going for the last few weeks I've sort of said I think it's going to be a straight shootout between us and West Ham for seventh place and it's going to be a case of who who has the uh picks up the most points in the running really um obviously them dropping points to burnley is all well and good but we've now got to go and beat burnley otherwise it doesn't count really it's yeah. uh and burnley are always a bit of a weird team for us aren't they it's a strange one but also watching the man united performance last night you're kind of thinking they've got a tough few games coming up as well and maybe we can catch them again Imagine. maybe it's that maybe that's maybe that's still on the cards really but bottom line we've got Three fixtures out of our tough running, which have to be bankers, really. And that's um, that's against uh, Brighton, against Norwich, and the game on Sunday against Burnley. And we need maximum points from them and probably also to get something from one of the other, other three games as well, um, which we're capable of doing. We know we are capable of doing because we've done it in the past against under against the big boys. And But I think you'd be looking more at, at the uh, home game against Man City or the away game at Chelsea, to be honest, to get anything from. Because we haven't got a great record against Liverpool, have we, since we come up. This is the only team who just seemed to do us all the, the league, time. No. Even in 94-minute a rig, he just pops up for his only bloody appearance of the season. So it's it's still on. But really, it, it sh- we should be comfortably in a European spot by now. Because we've just dropped dropped those points, really. We should be like still talking about Champions League football, if I'm brutally <laughs> honest. But... I think a lot of it does come down to the squad depth because we've we've uh, we've been saying it for the years and it's just coming home to roost in it now. We're seeing it in action where we've got to start teenagers in the running. <laughs> so teenagers with bad attitudes, it seems. Um, Harry, would you agree with that? Do you think it's it's realistically only West Ham that are catchable, but stranger things that can happen, and you know Manchester United could finish eighth. Yeah, obviously West Ham is the is the obvious one, but like Jack said, after watching them against Liverpool and the really bad feeling in and amongst the fan base and the club, it seems, I think we could overtake Man United as well if, um, like Jack said, we win the three and get something out of the other one. But I said a few podcasts ago, we've just got to keep plodding along, try and not let the pressure get to us, which it always seems to get to us. And we're going to talk about Burnley in a minute. It's a tough start, isn't it? I know Sean Dyche has left. But it's a tough place to go. And if we don't win that, I think uh, our fan base will be all depressed again. When we look at Arsenal, Jack, because they're level on points with United, but they've played two games fewer. However, they've got Chelsea away, and that's well, that'll be out of date by the time this comes out. But then they've got Man United at home, West Ham away, Leeds at home, Tottenham away, 
Newcastle away and Everton at home. So mixed bag for them as well, isn't it, really? I, from what I've seen, I don't think any team has a really very easy running. Ours is bad, but West Ham's is bad as well. And we've said that, and you've obviously just said Man United's uh, there. So it's it's going to be, there's going to be a few twists and turns. I think one thing that might be in our favour is that if it comes down to between us and Man United for seventh is they think they're above Conference League football. So arguably won't want it, will they? They want yeah. it. Won't want it because it's a distraction next time. Whereas we just want to go and get absolutely hammered in bloody our media or whatever. Don't we? So, um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll take we'll take anything, and that that might come into it. You know, they might think let's not bother with the Conference League. Let's it's going to be a rebuild in the summer. It's got to be because they're changing their manager. You've already heard the players are unhappy and and are leaving. Um, so maybe it's an unwanted distraction for them, and they they might not be motivated towards the end of the season. But watch them last night. They were they're on the beach already, aren't they? They've they've had enough. I think they're done. So. And we'll Harry, I suppose with um, one of those games, the next game against Burnley is is a is a must win. I don't think there's any other way to describe it. I don't think we've won at Turf Moor since 2010. Wow, is that the stat? Jesus. And we obviously had that famous game where we bottled it, didn't we? Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Doherty incident. The Doherty um, volleyball. Jack look, Williams hates him for yeah, it. Yeah, well, well, let's look. We know Burnley is famously a tough place to go. Although there has been a few games I've watched this season where they haven't been the the same Burnley saying that when we played them at Molyneux that nil-nil they just, just organised wasn't they and with the new manager stuff well obviously got a caretaker manager in at the moment I was a bit worried when he got sacked because I thought oh no they're going to have one of those sur- late surges that yeah. teams famously have when they change manager and I know it hasn't gone down well in the fan base either the fact they've got rid of Dice he's like a god there isn't he so strange call still yeah definitely I think he was definitely the, the man to probably keep him up and I think Wilder's favourite but you would assume that they'll still have no manager and we we go there and look they know exactly what to do don't they so they're going to make it really tough for us and I just hope we don't do what we did at Newcastle I hope even though they're going to be set up well I hope we can attack I'm, and by the looks of it I don't know if Neves will be back but there's those pictures isn't there of him in training yeah. probably won't be but he can't be far off but Dendonka should be back hopefully so We've got the personnel to break them down and beat them, but we couldn't do it at Molyneux, but we have to do it this time, as mentioned. Uh, Jimenez is back. He's available, Jack. Does he go straight back into the side? Did Silva do enough in, against Newcastle? Probably not, um, but arguably did it against Villa. That's a difficult one, that, isn't it? I, I think for this game, I would bring Jimenez back in. Yes. Um, I know Fabio was a bit non-existent against Newcastle, but so was everybody. So I wouldn't really blame him for that. But I think... With this, you know, Burnley tough physical team, um, yeah, I think I probably would. The, the key thing I think we need to do though is remember that Burnley they really need to win this game, or else I think they've they've had it. They'll be looking at this the game at home game where they, you know what are they three four points behind Everton now they they have to win this game, so they have to come and attack us. And you think if we play football against them on the break, we should beat them. If we've got a, a decent side out, we should beat them. So what I don't want us to do is go and play bloody three in midfield. We need to go. We've got to go. We've got to put the wingers out if 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 they're fit. If Ponens is fit, he's got to play. If Nevers can give, uh, if, uh, Nevers and Neto can even give 45 minutes, you'd arguably think about bringing them in, really. Um, I don't particularly want to know what to do with Wang, really. I don't really know what to say there. But, <laughs> but if, 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 if I think we'd have to probably start Ponens and Trincao, maybe. And I'd be happy with that if we just play two in the middle and whether that's Nevers if he's fit or if not, if it's Matinho and Dendonka. Straight away, that team looks so much better than it did against Newcastle, mm. doesn't it? So mm. I think it would give us a chance. But yeah. massive game, this. We, we've got to win this. Otherwise, it's just going to be the season that could have been, I think. 
Yeah, and, must uh, win for both sides. So yeah, Burnley are three points behind Everton and they have played a game more. Um, so interesting. Uh, Nelson Semedo, Harry, can't get back in the side. Yeah, we've. I think we've said Johnny can't be dropped. He can't be. So unless they switch Johnny to left wing back, which probably won't happen, he's got to be stay patient, hasn't he? And if an opportunity does come for him to come on late on in the game or come in for a, a Johnny injury again, I can't see him getting back in. It'd be interesting to um, to see if he actually sticks around next season. Because I know yeah. there's been a, yeah, there's been you know talk online that uh, other teams might be interested in him. If he thinks, hold on. I've come in for this big fee. He's had a good season, which we'd all agree with. And all of a sudden, he had a, has an injury. Johnny comes in. And is he all of a sudden choice number two at right wing back? Can't see him being happy with that. So unless he gets uh, resources from Bruno, we might see him move on. But for me, I'd switch Johnny to left wing back in the future and have him right wing back. But we'll see what happens. It's only because of Smedo's injury that he's there anyway. Uh, Johnny's injury, he, yeah. he was, yeah. he, he, You know, he was... Uh, uh, right wing back taken over from Smeda and Hoover, obviously having an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, then he's he's popping up with the odd goals that are winning games. Mm. Yeah, you, you can't take those goals out of the team because he's been really good lately, hasn't it, Johnny? I I agree. I'd like to see them try both in the same team because there's there's no doubt they are. Eight, eight Norrie's obviously young and you know lacks a bit uh, defensively, but offers more going forward. Um, so yeah, I'd like to see to see it tried really it could could potentially be the future the thing with Samada moving on though is are we really going to get our money back you think with that no. probably not 35 million are we like you can probably take 15 million off that straight away to even have a chance of, of getting that recruitment so I'd like to keep him really he's been great this season and the only reason he's at the team now is because John Johnny's come back in and done so well mm-hmm. and that's what we need we need competition for places for, for quality players we don't we don't need suddenly oh let's Can't ship, lose them off, <laughs> ship, ship them off and get a teenager in to as cover because it we've seen it doesn't work does it so um yeah but I, I wouldn't again yeah let's maybe let's try them both in the same team I and mean, it works with the feet doesn't it so uh harry is it kilman cody bolly yes i'd stick with that to be honest um we mentioned sage hasn't been the best since his afcon return so yeah i don't see why it wouldn't be that although you've got to think back to the newcastle game where kilman did sloppily give the ball away for the goal that wasn't for the one that got ruled out, got ruled out by var so he had a bit of a shaky game i thought kilman i thought bolly was Decent against Newcastle's, but still, that's the three that are the strongest for me. So I'd stick with that definitely. Uh, let's do a score prediction, Jack. Oh God, I don't know. Really, this is difficult. This and it could be bloody four nil Burnley. Don't. I like to think we're going to grind it out, and it will just to keep the hope going. If nothing else, I think it'll be close. It'll be close. It'll be a scrappy game. But let's go one nil Wolves and be optimistic. One nil Wolves, optimistic from Jack. Uh, Harry, just before I answer this, Dean's put in the comments. Harry, are you going to the Barcelona game Sunday? So I am on a stag do. So I'll be watching this in Barcelona. But Dean, I'll be watch trying to watch the Wolves game in a pub. I know the Barcelona game's on a night, and I'm flying back on the night, so I won't be. But my score prediction is from Estrello Escoffio, where I'll be watching it. I don't know if that's a pub name, but we'll go with it. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna grind out a two-one win. I think we're gonna do it. Two one uh, win, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. From have you seen what Roberto's put in the comments as well? I'm not. Any of you two know about this? Yeah, I'll just get it. I, up. Uh, I'm curious why Donk was on my flight to Paris last week, six hours after the Newcastle game when he was ill. Mm, that's if that's really? true. That is 
Well, if he was just under the weather and then he wanted to go on holiday to Paris, <laughs> I suppose uh, it can't be COVID related. Well, I suppose it could be, couldn't it? Do you have to isolate when you get COVID now? It's not with, yeah, yeah, with COVID, I don't think he'd be able to fly. But if it, he said he was ill, he didn't say COVID, so it could be something Yeah, he could have just so, been. Mm, um, what yeah, he does in his spare time, if he wants to go and visit the Eiffel Tower, he can do what he wants. Well, you know, he could, he could feasibly drive back to Belgium from, from there, but it's not the easiest way to go, is it? But um, mm. yeah, don't know. Strange one. Um, um, Oh, go on. No, just do you think you'd be able to watch the football over there, Harry? Do they have all the well, games on TV on? Well, we, I'm definitely. Well, the bo- we're watching the boxing Saturday night, so there's definitely going to be a sports bar there somewhere. But the only thing that makes me think it might not be on is there's free two pm kickoffs, isn't there? It's it's not on Sky Sports. It's, it's not. On yeah, TV exactly. Like, so it's, it's games, the, if not, I'll be stream. finding. Yeah, well, obviously a very legal stream, a Spanish stream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll. Uh, El Streamio Dodgio. <laughs> but the thing is, the, the lad, you know the lad, he's an Albion fan, the stag, so hopefully he'll let me. <laughs> he ain't going to want to watch it, is he? It's way better than that shite here. Uh, let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news. Um, I've got some bets, actually. Um, they literally just pulled them up on Bet365. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. So I'm not used to doing this, so I'm just going to reel, reel some off. Yeah. They've got a specials, uh, which aren't very good, to be honest. Uh, Wolves to win 2-0 is 16-1. Um, this seems really, really short. Uh, Trincard score any time. Wolves to win over two goals in the match for both teams combined. How much do you think? So Trincard to score any time. Wolves to win with two Wolves goals. To win. Wolves to win, uh, yeah, over two goals. Probably 45-1. Uh, yeah, 50s. No. 16 to 1. 16 to what? 16 to 1. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, like, what? Yeah. No. Trinkow don't score. Well, he has once. Yep. That's the same as uh, Jimenez to score first and Wolves to win. Is 16 to 1 value. Much more value in that one. Uh, Much more likely to happen. Um, Jack, have you got some ticket news? Uh, I've got did I buy you enough time? Uh, yeah, yeah, you did, don't worry. I've got it quite open it, now. Yeah. Obviously, we're getting towards the end of the season, so there's uh, fewer games left. Um, so the home games, Brighton is all but sold out, basically. The final home game of the season is against Norwich City, who will be a <laughs> championship club by then. Um, and that is on sale to the members as of uh, tomorrow, actually, Thursday, the 21st of April. Uh the away game on Burnley, uh, Burnley sold out um, quite a, quite a bit ago, but I do have the away ticket information for the Chelsea game, which is a seventh of May, three pm Saturday kickoff at Stamford Bridge. Luckily, we'll be able to go to this one because with all the um, the uh, restrictions that were brought in, we were a bit bit uh, unsure at the time with all the uh, the Russian um, what, what's the word? Um, Oligarch. Dirty money. Yeah. Um, Sanctions is the word I was looking for, but Sanctions. yeah, but, but you were both right. <laughs> so it's currently on sale as we speak to the away season ticket holder, starting with the points tomorrow, actually, Thursday, the 21st of April, again, 10 a.m., starting with 1,190 points. Mm. Looking forward to that, like a London away day, especially a Saturday, 3 p.m. Perfect. Not the ones when you lose 4 0, though, which that will be. Uh, when was the last time we won at Stanford Bridge? 
I've got high hopes for that one, I think. Based I think on... That's the game we've got to be looking at to get something from. If oh, we're yeah, yeah, qualify yeah. For Europe in it, I think. Yeah. Particularly when Brentford smashed them there a few weeks back. So Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, like, they're, not, they're not untouchable. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, let's move on to, I suppose, transfer rumours, contract situations form of loan players in other leagues. I'm talking about Adama Traore, John Ruddy and Morgan Gibbs-White. Harry, we'll start with your Traore to Everton rumour. <laughs> um, do you think there's anything in it? I mean, they may well be in the Championship next season. Uh, exactly. So that's got... I mean, it's so funny because every week, the last three weeks we've come on, week one, it was Traore to Barcelona. Week two, it was Traore to Arsenal. Now, the new one is potentially Everton wanting, but like Jack's reaction there, they've got to stay up for a start. And... I mean, I think we would sell him to Everton if they offered a decent amount just because he's got a year left on his deal. Do you know what I mean? But would he want to go to Everton? Is that a step sideways? Is he a step down? Is it a step down? Dark, cool. Yeah, well, based on yeah. the position. Yeah. I don't think he knows what he wants at the moment, to be honest. He wants to go to Barcelona, like, doesn't he? I think That's he wants to go to Barcelona, but the problem is they're skinned. And as you said, he's not yeah. been playing him. So what's best for his career, really? I can understand why he want to go to Barcelona because if he tears it up, he's virtually guaranteed a spot in the Spain squad, isn't he? Which he was on the fringes kind of with us, wasn't he? I know he's making the squad, but wasn't really playing again. So, I, I don't I'm know really. Fair, though, since we, since we last spoke, he has played an extra 12 minutes. So, uh, that's it's just it's just not getting game time, is he? I suppose for, for their point of view, that they're doing what they need to do and that's it. Mm. Like, they're, they're not looking to... They're not looking to um, sort of for, force it through Wolves saying, oh, look, he's played this amount of games. He's obviously helped you do this. They're sort of trying to do it without him. It's, it's kind of like That's every manager team. takes a look at him and thinks impact sub rather than <laughs> yeah, don't they? Because that, that's, yeah. that's what he is, isn't it? And that's yeah. that's what he offers the uh, the uh, the most excitement and, and the best part of the play. And that's not, that's not a bad thing to be. Like, obviously, teams need that, don't they? But... As I said, we're going to have lots of rumours about this and I would just love to love him to come back. I would welcome welcome Same. him back with open arms if it doesn't work yeah. out. Just whatever you do, don't sell him to a Premier League rival because we know it's going to happen. Just sell him to somewhere in Spain, somewhere in, in Germany, France, wherever, who cares? But just don't let him go to a Premier League rival. The problem is that's where he's probably likely to get the most money in it. So unless he goes to Real Madrid, that's that's it really. So... But I can't see him go to Everton. Why was it like Everton is just oh, no. a grey graveyard of potential talent, isn't it? It's like it, it, I don't know yeah, they just it. seem to ruin players. We're going to have a lot of rumours like this, aren't we? In the build up towards the end of the season, it's just it's you know, and obviously talking Wolves report and well, that's where I saw it. And they just pick up any on any rumours, don't they? So we'll see. Um, Brian Large potentially wants to give John Ruddy a new deal. Um, I don't know if you've seen Ikemi back with the pack, which so, came out the weekend, which is sort of like behind the scenes with Akimi training with the Wolves first team again. And I know it's probably selective in the editing, but he, he still looks sharp. It still looks decent. Did look out of place, did he, Harry? I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, um, I, I, and, I saw it. The, the guy who was welcoming him in and showing him around mm. and stuff was was John Ruddy. You know, he's clearly um, effective and a, a good influence in the dressing room, you know, something we've said before. That's exactly what I was going to say. That I know you said he looked a bit sharp in the training, which he is a good backup keeper, we've said before. But that's the main thing for me is his presence around the place. He's been there for quite long now, hasn't he? And he seems to have respect from everyone there. And I think that's probably why Bruno Large wants to keep him. But for him personally, I'm sure he wants to play first team football. And I've read that he's willing to drop down to the championship to do that. So, I, I mean, he's a good backup keeper. You'd, you'd definitely take him, wouldn't you, on to still be backup. But I personally think he'll move on to the championship for someone. Uh, Jackie's 35. He's about a month older than Matinho. 
I think I think he'll stay. Really, he seems quite happy and quite settled. And you have to you have to remember, like particularly when you get to the age of 30, 35, is that getting a, a decent paycheck. And obviously, when you move club, you have to uproot your whole family, don't you? And it's quite you know it's quite a big thing in your personal life. And I'd be quite happy for him to stay as long as he he knows he's going to be number two, and he know and he knows that he knows he'll get the odd cup game. And if we get into Europe, he probably won't play in the European competitions like happened last time. But if he wants to stay, I'm more than happy to really because um, you know you need to. A decent backup keeper, English as well, homegrown. That, that's the quote mm-hmm. that, from that yeah. sort of thing. So, no problems with me if he wants to stay. And obviously, if Large has seen that um, that he's a good presence, then yeah, fair enough. The only thing is, like you say, he's coming to this point in his career. If he drops down a league or two leagues, he'll probably be able to play two, three more seasons being the first team starter. So, it depends what he wants, doesn't it? Some people want different things. Some people want stability in a paycheck. Other people want to go and and just play football for the last few years they've got left. It depends on him as an individual, but it's either a way. Down, but it's exactly. a lot of games as well, isn't it? It's a lot of games you're playing, especially when you haven't been playing football very much at all for the last sort of three, four, five years. Mm. I think the best the best job in football is to be a third choice top six goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rob Green, Mark Schwartz, they all did it, didn't they? When in, it's, it's, yeah. it's brilliant. You're getting paid a lot of money probably just to sit on a bus just in case. One yeah, of the just get, gets injured in, in the water. Who's the one at Man City? Is it Carson? Is it Scott Carson at Man City? Scott Carson's at Man City. The only reason they employ him is one for the homegrown role and two, he's like best mates for their keeper, isn't he? They like get on like a house on fire apparently. Oh, really? just, even though he's like nearly 40 they just literally keep signing him for that reason because he keeps him out <laughs> <laughs> was it was I didn't it Mark's... think about the homegrown quote that's a good yeah. it's Mark Schwartz from Chelsea yeah. Mark Schwartz who got back to back Premier League title medals without playing a game one for Leicester <laughs> yeah. and one for Chelsea that's yes oh, that's yeah. a great quick question that is. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah spot on um, another one uh, Morgan Gibbs White Harry we said it would be his breakthrough season we thought it would be for Wolves it looks like it's going to be for Sheffield United he's playing up front from the on Good Friday yeah, I mean, he's done well on each loan now, hasn't he? And we all get excited. It's been good for him to to have this loan spell. Will he want to come back? If unless he's absolutely guaranteed to start and be a first team player, if I was him, I'd want to get back out on loan again or even move. I mean, I know Wolves fans want him because he's a talent and he's shown he's a talent and a fair play to him, man. Because he's put his head down and he's gone on with it, hasn't he? And it's his reputation's a bit bit tarnished within the Wolves fan base isn't it he needs to come back recover that if he does get a chance to start but with all our options there is that guaranteed for me I do think he'll move on again I know I'm trying to sell everyone but I think he might be moving on too <laughs> 32 games 10 goals 7 assists Jack those are not bad rec- not a bad record at all is it I mean we definitely could have done with him the last few weeks we had no players um, mm. him and he scored, scored yeah, an overhead kick didn't he lane, yeah. scored an overhead kick the other night didn't he um, the thing is though reading through Sheffield United football Twitter, which I do like when when Gibbs White scores or something. I don't think they're all convinced by him. He's had it. There's it's not been like a, you get the people saying sign him up, sign him up. But there's a few people who have been a bit more reserved, and I don't know if his performances have been necessarily that good lately. By the look of it, it's kind of a 50-50 split. So I know we're looking at it and we see every time he scores a goal and every, every assist he gets, but I'm, some of them aren't convinced. I don't think. So to say he's tearing it up, I'm not quite sure. But then again, I haven't really watched any Sheffield United games, so I don't know. We need a Sheffield United fan to comment on that, really. Well, they're sixth, aren't they? Um, by mm. a point. So Millwall, 65 points. Sheffield United, 66 points. Forest in fifth on 70 points. And it's obviously quite close to them for that, apart from Fulham. But, you know, every chance to, to win promotion. 
Yeah, that's my, I think the, the the biggest transfer though, Sam. Sorry to move it on from Gibbs right quickly. It's the Dendonga to Lazio one we saw earlier. What a class rumor that is. <laughs> twenty million, twenty to twenty five million euros. Dendonga to Lazio. Maybe he's going to PSG. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, look. I mean, we missed him like mad, didn't we? It's Newcastle. And he's another one who has his critics off the Wolves fans, especially this season. Which, let's be honest, some of his performances have been poor, apart from probably Villa. And was it what was that away game? Spurs away, hmm. but twenty to twenty five million for him. Jesus Christ! I mean, if that's true, what, did, that we pay, what did we pay for him? I can't remember now. Twelve million, was it? 12, yeah, something around that. Sort but of price. I know he's getting paid quite a lot in wages because he was quite high property at the time we bought him. So I think he's one of the nearer the highest pay pay players. I think he's on like seventy five grand a week. So oh, wow. um, yeah, I mean, if you want to get him off the wage bill, then so potentially, but. I, we can't talk about selling players at the moment until we've actually bring players in. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah um, exactly. So we can't, we can't. One of our midfielders is like nearly 36 next year. So <laughs> I, I, like, we, who's we also leaving? Uh, who might oh. also be. And, what, I so, know this needs to sign your deal, doesn't it? If Everyone's Nevis leaving. goes to fail, then what's what we have? We just can play with no midfield. What are we doing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it seems like times of season. Kundal was tearing it up for the uh, under 23s, wasn't he? Did he get two goals the other day? So we get oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I watched. I watched a bit of that actually. I watched the game at Molyneux because I played Newcastle at Molyneux the under twenty three yeah. and they that fullback uh, Bruno. I think it says Bruno or something. Yeah, he like, played. He, he, he played pre season, didn't he? Yeah, he was. He's decent. Times, he was. Yeah. He caught, yeah. definitely caught my eye. I think he scored. He scored as well, actually. So, uh, yeah. But that's you know. not what we need, is it? You know, you've got Mascara, Toti Gomez, as mm. you know, since. But there you go. Um, just finally, before we move on to Harry's special bit of the week, um, which we don't know what it is, um, <laughs> Chelsea will play Arsenal in Orlando in July. So do you think it's possible that it will be a July pre-season involving a core of Premier League teams in Orlando, Harry? Do you think it will happen? And well, I mean, is there a Disneyland in Orlando? And, you know, that, that's yes. your uh, get into jail free. Time. Yeah, yeah. Bring Stanley with me. Now, uh, well, it all depends on whether we qualify for Europe, isn't it? I think you'd you'd imagine whether that even happens at all. Us doing that USA thing that's been touted, I mean, so we will be there then. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think isn't the whole point in this conference league thing though the fact that you don't have to go for the stupid qualifying anymore. So I think if we get uh, in, we'll just oh maybe. Just be, yeah. I think that's that's one of the positives rather than starting the Europa League qualifiers in bloody June or whatever we did last. I think time. Harry's talking about Champions League qualifiers, aren't you, Harry? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just on the uh, conference league, I've kind of. I know we've said we'd like it because it's got some rogue destinations and like mad places, but I'll, I'll be honest, I've never really been a fan of it. But watching a bit of it the last few weeks or so, I'm starting to it's getting my juices flowing a bit. It's, imagining walls in it, it's like any of these tournaments. Once you get to the last eight, there's no mugs left. Like you're you're playing yeah. well-known teams. It's like it's like Marseille and these these sort of teams yeah. there. And PSV, Leicester had like like. Well, I'm bored with that. With with the preseason thing, Sam, is that a tournament they're playing in Chelsea, or is that just a one-off? It it looks like it's an exhibition match. So not necessarily then, but um, I mean, they, they put the lot, feeler out, didn't they? They put the feeler out. So it wouldn't surprise me if we go to America. And I think if we do, it will be Texas or the Mexican border or somewhere in Mexico, potentially, because it's the whole Jimenez factor, isn't it? So, um, you know, one of, these, less... one of these states there on the border. Isn't, um, oh my God, I forget the club now. Another transfer rumour. Raul Jimenez was linked with... Was it... Bayern, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, yeah. We discussed that on that. leaves. Yeah, but and again, Nonsense. can't see it. Yeah, so no. uh, just on that player who's on about, is it Bueno? That's what, uh, yeah. Bueno. That's the one. Yeah, it's like the shock yeah. bar. 
That's it, yeah. <laughs> Call that Kinda. Out. Kinda. Um, <laughs> in terms of Conference League, Jack, do you answer your question there? Leicester, Roma play each other, Feyenoord, Marseille. Um, those are the semi finals. So, yeah, like even, even before that, I mean, you sort of had a, little, a few a few farmers in there, but um, but yeah, PSV obviously. Someone, um, Walls FI, put a comment. He's put a massive paragraph, but essentially, we need top seven, don't we? Even if some mad things happen, just to it's, get that. It, there's 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 a lot of root like misinformation that's gone around about this, and some of it's actually come from the athletic, and they've got it wrong. Or well, they got it wrong. Actually. That's not like yeah. <laughs> so we can't qualify for Europe unless we finish seventh. That's that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter who wins the conference league or who wins the um europa league and these sorts of things um we have to finish seventh to get a european place we can't get more with eighth that's that's mm-hmm. it so yeah gotta gotta oh. pip, pip someone to it but the fact that palace got knocked out the cup the weekend means seventh will get europe that's it now it's just done um, so yeah. yeah yeah we'll get it <clears throat> uh yeah so before we go into the quiz because i've got a quiz again don't all turn off yet Teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Did anyone see, I didn't tell you about this, did I? I said I was going to say something, but I didn't tell you what it was. Did anyone see that video of previous, previous ex-Wolves player, the daddy, doing penalties with that young fan? Yeah, I did. On the ground. Yeah. And it made me think, I thought, great, great, obviously great to uh, see. See, things like that you wouldn't see, would you, 20 years ago, because no one had smartphones. But I thought that was brilliant. But what made me think is, where's the weirdest place you've ever bumped into a Wolves player? So when... Um... Alex Ray, I was thinking of you, Jack. <laughs> Alex Ray. Oh no, Colin Cameron. Colin, Colin Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> yeah, remember that, that? that was it. That was exactly it. So yeah. I went, my ex-girlfriend's dad lived in um place not far from Kirk Coddy, which is in Fife. And yeah. when we went up there for the weekends, what we'd do is we'd go and watch East Fife. So the one day I went to an East Fife away game, actually, which was a local derby at Rafe Rovers. So it's Rafe Rovers and we were against, uh, and they played East Fife. Went to the pub before and bloody Colin Cameron stood there. And I was by, but obviously he came through the like the academy and that had Wraith. So he's a big Wraith fan. And uh, so, yeah, that was in a, God knows. I mean, there was about 30 people at the game. I don't even know. I don't know there, but one of them <laughs> was you probably Colin the Cameron. But, uh, so I remember we so, just started doing the podcast and you sent the picture through. I remember. Yeah, that. I did. Like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, so that's that's the weirdest place. I wasn't really expecting it. But when you thought it through, it made sense sort of thing. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, for, for, for me, I suppose it's not weird because we sort of went there to see him. But I mean, being on the pitch... After a Colorado Rapids oh, oh, game, yeah. <laughs> interviewing Jack Price when I'm absolutely stupid. <laughs> he was, was sound as well, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's great, and actually, they were really good with us because we sort of said, "Oh, we do a podcast Wolf. and blah blah blah," and then they were like, "Oh, you come come this." They way. were like, "Oh, you're Wolves fancast." <laughs> we were like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah." Let us on. <laughs> nah, and, um, yeah. Oh, go on, well, carry on, mate. But yeah, it was just it was just strange because I think we had our Akimi tops on because they just come out in special edition of ones. I think he'd sort of yeah. kicked out of the crowd as well as the powers that be at the club that had sort of had said something to him. But yeah, that was that was strange. I mean, was to- be- talk- sorry, talking of Akimi, was was I with you two when we were on the train with him on the way to Wembley? 
I know it's going to a Wolves game, so it's not really strange. No, because I was already here. No. I was lived down here. Oh, he's already there. Yeah, so we was yeah. sat with um, Hakimi on the way to the dreaded semi-final. Oh, I think I, yeah, I remember you saying that, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was you going to say, Jack? Sorry, before just say the best thing about that that Jack Price interview is the fact that even before the game, we were we were hammered, weren't we? We were <laughs> we oh. were throwing water over each other while talking to the press people. We were, we were that, <laughs> that, that bad. Did do some still, they still let us on the pitch. I've got to see if I've still got that interview. It must be some. I've still got the oh, shirt. Yeah. I've got Jack Price's shirt under my. Jay, belt. Oh yeah, he gave you your shirt, didn't he? Yeah, bloody yeah. hell, that smelt, didn't it? Um, oh, I did it. It was about thirty-two degrees. I don't know how they played a game of football in it. Yeah, I've, I've tried, I'm trying to think of some. I ain't got. I, I asked you the question, but I didn't even thought about what a few myself. Um, Andy Much in the Bolton away end, but that ain't strange as it's just a Wolves game. Hey, remember, I sent you the picture for the other day, and it turned out Jason Goh was in the background behind me before I even knew he was. Okay. Strange. Yeah, I messaged I him. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. He said, "Yeah, it was me." The, and uh, the one I mentioned the other week, <clears throat> John Daly and Tiger Tiger in Newcastle. Oh, Apart from I mean, that, oh, I, Sam and I met uh, Jody Craddock in Jody Craddock in Tribe. Oh, in Tribe, yeah, the oh worst nightclub in Kidderminster. I served Jody Craddock when I used to work at Sports World or Sports Direct when I was a teenager. I served him in Sports Direct in Kidderminster. There's one mm. you just reminded me. There you go. That's it. I, I bet you. The, I bet if you really thought about it, there'd be more. And I bet you people who are listening have got great ones and they are randomly bumping into Wolves players. I can't think of like a mad random one. Uh, there we go. Move on if you want. That's, 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 a, that's a good question. Though, is it? Yeah. Anyone's got anyone's got any good ones? Uh, drop us a message and we'll read yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, it is a good one, but I can't think. Sam, you're trying to find that interview, aren't you? <laughs> Give us a sec. I'm going to get a shirt. Oh my god! I think I just found it on my phone. Oh my god! That's uh... <laughs> the Jack Price interview. I'll have to dig that out for next week and actually play it properly. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It'd be on one of the podcasts, on it from back in the day as well. I mean, put it this way: there's one that's. 49 seconds long and one that's 43 seconds long so it wasn't the longest interview. <laughs> you better yeah you better listen to him before you play him out though so <laughs> just... you're slurring your words on it. 100% I remember doing it he looked at me and was like I don't know if that was a question yeah yeah just like, oh there it is there, there it there is people sorry are if you're listening if you're yeah. listening on the uh, Jack's holding up Jack Price's Colorado Rapids Wolf shirt from better play for him to give him that oh yeah. well done yeah it's the, 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 the someone in the comments put they saw Donk on a flight to Paris there's one random one <laughs> there you go yeah I remember him as well. You know Charles Priest, don't you, lads? Yeah. Yep. She said she um, when she worked for Ryanair, I think, as an aerostess, she was on there one day, right on the front row, was Michael Kiteley. That's a good one. Anyway, um, shall we go on to the quiz? Yes. Oh, please. <laughs> yeah, so this week, there ain't like a solid topic. It's just completely random. So I hope you're ready. And it's a bit harder than last week as well. So it's just you two versus each other. Sam is first. And Sam, are you ready? I'm ready. You're going to love this. You're not. I need to find the questions for this. There we go. There we go. We've got them. Right. Don't moan at me as well, because some of them are a bit, a bit crazy, but we'll, we'll just go with it. Right, question one. Which Wolves player who shares his full name with a comedian signed for them in 2013 and has since played for Bradford City, Sheffield United and Wigan Athletic? Say that again. Sorry. Which Wolves player who shares his full name with a comedian signed for them in 2013 as a since played for Bradford, Sheffield United and Wigan, an ex-Wolves player? His first name's the same as a comedian. No, but his mean, whole name. If you don't get this, I'll be shocked. <laughs> Lee Evans. Oh, yeah. my God. I thought you were going to get that then. That's oh, a good get, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Chubby Brown. <laughs> 
Oh, brilliant. Right, Jack. Quiz two. Wolverhampton Wanderers have the longest name of any club to have won the FA Cup. Who has the shortest? Berry. Wow, straight in. That's a good right. That's, that was a yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I that thought was that was a first, hard question. First thing that came to my head. Well done. Back on you, Sam. It's 1 1. But yeah. Who is the only man with... Right, you know what this means, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right, so I'm going to have to explain what it means if you don't. Who is the only man with a palindromic surname to play for Wolves? So, like, Hannah. Palindromic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get that, yeah? Same, yeah. Who, there's only one person who's ever had a palindromic name. That's a question, that is. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That's a horrible question, that is. And it? obviously, it's just their surname, isn't it? Like, Hannah. Oh, it's this... <laughs> Their just surname. a surname. Yeah. Just yeah, a surname. You can say his full name if you want, but just need a surname. Do we would we know the player? Yeah, yeah. What era yeah. are we talking? Yeah, I'll give you this little clue because it's a tough one. So it's like Kenny Jacket-ish era. Around that like early teens years. Mm. Yeah, Kenny Jacket. No, I don't know. Pass. Do you want to have a guess, Jack? Um, it's a hard thing to guess, isn't it? Because um... no, I think I you're, you're you're like, oh, it's uh, Shay Ojo. Remember him from Liverpool? Ojo. Oh, oh yeah. I'm like, Ojo. Ojo. Yeah. No. There you go. You crap. <laughs> 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 no, that is a tough one. I thought it was just a really good question, though. Yeah, it's a good question. If I do say so myself. Uh, who scored his first goal for Wolves in a 2 0 home win over Crystal Palace on the 20th of July 2020? That was eight, Nori. That was not. What? He's got it against Palace, he? Was that not yeah, the wrong game? Wrong game. It was Pedence. Oh. I think eight, Nori did as well, didn't he? But was that not the year before? He definitely scored his debut against Palace, but it must have been the yeah. wrong game. So it's 2-1 to chat. Oh, no, you, you didn't get that right, did you? So it's still 1-1. One, one. Sorry, Sam, I'm doing your short here. Right. Uh, right, this one for Sam. On the 14th of September 2019, Wolves were beaten 5-2 at Molyneux by Chelsea. Which visiting player got three goals and an own goal for Chelsea that day? Tammy Abraham. Woo, that was an easy one. Sorry, Jack. Just the way it falls, isn't it? Easy when you know it. Easy when you know it. Cool. This one is quite easy as well, Jack. So. Oh. No Which Wolves player started all 38 league games in the club's first season back in the big time of the 2018-2019 season? Well, it's it's either <laughs> Cody or Patricio, isn't it? And I, I'd assume it's Cody. Cody. Yeah, it is Cody. Right, Rudy, Rudy started against Cardiff, didn't he? Oh, oh yeah. We lost Good that. So now we're getting on the last two questions. Because obviously, remember when he let us down last week, Mark Matthews? I oh, know, yeah. These last two were just off the top of my head, but as you'll notice, I've been quite lazy with it. So, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam, who scored our first goal in the 2-1 away win at Slovan Bratislava where we turned up as school oh. teachers? God, you can't, you can't bring up games where we've, we've been on the piss for two days. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't. That's a tough question. <laughs> the first goal. It, Sam. Say Oh, there we go. There we oh, go. well done, mate. I, I didn't the know. Post, it, I think. He was like, no, was a scuffer, yeah. wasn't it? We didn't see yeah. it, did we? Because we were too. No, we <laughs> we've been school teachers, haven't we? We were there. Um, Rascal tops. Jack, from the same game, this is to level it up, and I haven't got a tiebreaker, so I hope you get it wrong. I just said who it, got, I don't think you heard me. 
What did you say? I think I said it, but I don't think you heard. Is it who scored the other goal? No, 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 no. Oh, no. okay. Right. No, God, it ain't that easy, is it? Um, who got sent off that day? Jota. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Straight in there. I thought that was It what happened right in front of us, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. He was literally <laughs> right there. He was, he was on about 30 seconds, wasn't he? He got sent off. Yeah. Yes. I ain't got a tie break. You both draw. Free, free. Look got at all that. Happy you... days. All right. I'm fine with that. Oh, no, you didn't okay, get every question right, did you? No, you, you both got one wrong. So better, we're getting yeah. better at the quizzes. Yeah. That one yeah, week, better. you were yeah. all awful. Oh, yeah, terrible. It, it is better uh, when you do questions that aren't from 18, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like running out, easy. though. This this Mark Matthews book's uh, running out of materials. So. Just a, a new Saul, uh, better call Saul. Saul Phillips and Matt Doherty in Riley's Bar on Broad Street. He met him. Yeah. Good go. program, though. Do you watch Better Call Saul? Don't you? No. Is there a new uh, season? Yes, now, yeah. Then? Yeah, a bit season. Bit I'm actually rewatching Breaking Bad at the moment. Oh my Ooh. god, really? I've only ever watched yeah. that through once. Did you yeah. watch the extended one when it was about Jesse? Um, no, can't remember the name of it, but they did like a feature film a few years oh, ago. No, I've not seen that though. About what happened to Jesse after the series. Anyway, this, this is off topic. Great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. Well, look. Um, next week, I'm definitely going to play that, Jack. Price interview and I won't edit it so everybody could laugh at the contents of it because from what I do remember it was abysmal. Yeah. Uh, so otherwise we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Yeah, and I'll let you all know I'll get on in Barcelona. And I'll oh yeah, good luck with that. Uh, it's goodbye to Jack Williams. Come on, Wolves, make or break. And it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.